purpose into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, and chat with When I smile, I shine so bright, I'm grooving with the Welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, your favorite moms hangout. I am your host, Allison Nick, and here we talk about all of the highs and lows of life after baby. You will receive your full postpartum advantage that includes mom's tips on faith, mental care, relationships, and more. We are postpartum's advantage. We are here for you, sis, and we understand. Now, let's start the show. Hey, mom friends, I am so excited to be back on the microphone with you <laughs> for the podcast. I'm really excited to be back this week. You guys, um, I just had a really busy week last week. And so this is actually part of my like wind down part of me just kind of venting and getting some things out. So um, I am just truly blessed to get on this platform um, every week and just to get to talk to you guys. And I really appreciate everybody that has been on here and been in full support of us the past three years or the past year or however long you've been on here. This is your first time. Thank you for clicking. <laughs> and I do truly just appreciate it. But um, let's see any mom announcements. I don't think we have any for this week. We will be having some coming up soon. So I got a couple of things brewing in the background for you guys. I'm really excited about as well. But in regards to this week, um, I typically don't keep up with trends on here, like on social media or on the podcast. I really don't hear me like if something is trending. I really try. I really don't get on here and talk about those kind of things because um, that's just not really my thing. But but, but, but this Megan and Harry interview with Oprah, it truly um, was very mind opening. And it was something that I feel like that needed to be addressed and talked about um, because us as moms, we do go through so many mental challenges and changes and transformations during our motherhood, during our process and everything that happens that um, I felt like it was good to talk about. And some of those transitions aren't the best. Um, I do my best to talk about motherhood in a positive light on this podcast. Um, but there are some times where we do feel trapped, where we do feel dark. And so um, I loved everything, everything that Megan said on there. She was so transparent. She was so classy and so elegant about things. And um, I just kind of want to talk about that today. So that is the podcast being titled for those that feel trapped. Now, in the interview, um, there were three different ways that Megan was literally trapped. Um, she was trapped mentally, right? Um, she was trapped culturally through an organization, a new organization, um, a new society that she was not used to. So she being from America and having her independent life that she had before and literally now being controlled by 
like a group of people, a handful of people that say what you're going to be doing and this is your job and this and this and this and that. Um, but socially as well, because she had no presence, no presence at all. And so um, this really lit a fire underneath me. Whenever I realized these things, because this is not this episode is not just for the mom that feels trapped at home with postpartum, but it's for, for the woman that feels trapped in her home. It's for the woman that feels trapped in her relationship, that feels trapped under her parents' thumb. Um, by what society says that she should look like and what she should sound like, like you are heard, you have a choice and you are deserving of everything that you have. And um, I want to go through just a few things of what Megan did right. And if you do feel trapped in any of these situations or any of these ways, mentally, culturally, socially, um, that there are some things that you can do to get yourself out because sometimes you have to save yourself. No matter what you do, even if you follow these three steps, there are times you have to save yourself. And you guys know I have been very vulnerable and very open about my own mental health journey, not only with therapy, but my own mental health breakdown. And if you go back to, I can't remember which episode it is, but it's literally titled, titled My Mental Health Breakdown. Um, there's a part one and a part two. And you can listen to, maybe you can relate to what you, what I went through um, in my mental health crises and um, how there was, there was a time where I literally had to get myself out. And it wasn't a huge thing, um, but I did, I felt like I did everything right what I was supposed to do. And I still ended up in a situation where I was completely broken and completely broke down. And even whenever I was completely broken and completely broke down, I had to realize that the power of God is still within me. And he gave me so much strength in that moment to do a very simple thing and send a text message to my therapist who then got me the help that I needed and took me on the next steps to being. So, but what I want to really just focus is that even if you feel trapped in any situation, if you feel trapped in your mind, if you're like you have no sanity, like you have nothing to do, like you just having this little 20 minutes of me time just isn't helping. There are different things that you can do. There are sources that you, um, resources out there that you can go to and rely on and communicate to, to get yourself the help that you need. Because sometimes we have to be the ambassador for ourselves. Right. We have to be the ambassador for ourselves. And real quick, before I get into the point, I'm not trying to keep you, I promise. But it reminds me of the book of Esther, the Queen Esther. And I, I really had to reread this book like this past weekend, <laughs> literally, because um, I was so down on myself and I was literally flipping through the Bible and I came across the book of Esther and my favorite verse is Esther 4 and 14 for you were made for a time as this. So not only does that relate to, I believe for Megan, um, because she released so much honesty and truth to people, women out there who can feel very similar in these situations, but you are also made of a time like this because even in the times where Esther was a queen where she had one of the most highest ranking roles that a woman could have at that time. She could have still been trapped because her people were trapped. But there were things that Queen Esther did. There were things that Megan did that got themselves out. And so let's go ahead and just get into that, you guys. Um, first thing all that you need to do is communicate. Both of these ladies here, they communicated. They communicated to 
the people around them, their safe circle, their tribe. Um, they communicated to the people that should have helped them out. Right. Um, communication is something that um, sometimes we don't want to do. So we don't want to seem vulnerable or weak. But in that communication, there is so much strength because you are now releasing your feelings. And whenever you talk about it more, you start to understand yourself more and you start to understand like what, what it is that you truly need. So she communicated not only to her husband, she communicated to her friends around her and she tried to push it off. If y'all listen to the interview, she tried to be like, no, no, no. Like they got me like, I'm good. I'm good. Even though she was feeling these feelings way early before she even got to a point of having suicidal thoughts. She, y'all need to listen to that interview. I'm telling you, um, she communicated to her tribe and she communicated to people that were supposed to help her. That's the part too. Sometimes you can reach out to people and they may not extend a welcoming hand, but that doesn't mean that you didn't do what you needed to do because you have to look out for, um, you have to know what it is that you need and communicate that with others. So communication is key. Communicating to the people that are around you, that you feel safe around, that I need help. I need help. I do not feel myself. I am not right. I am trapped. I need a way out. I need help. The second thing that she did that was so right is that she reached out. And so this is a little bit different from communicate because reaching out to me is looking into your own resources, looking into what it is that you can, whenever you start looking at the things that you can do for yourself, um, I thought that it was interesting <laughs> as she had said that she had reached, she, it was someone, I forget who it was, but someone had said, maybe you should just lay low for a bit. And she said, y'all haven't gone anywhere. I've gone, I've been out of the palace twice in the past four months. I was like, well, she don't sound like a mother. I mean, because <laughs> sometimes like we can just feel like that. Like we just stuck in that. So it's like wintertime. I don't know about y'all, but this past winter with Corona and then this ice storm and everything else. I'm like, yo, it's we in this house. Like it's, it's all of us just in this house. But looking um into your resources um, and looking at what it is that you can truly do for yourself. So doing the research, I knew that um, whenever I found me a job, this was the last job that made me go into the mental breakdown, but I knew that I needed therapy. So not only was I look, I was looking for a job that would give me the benefits that would help me to get into therapy, but I was also looking for a therapist. And you guys can go back to um, my homegirl therapist episode and that we talk about how to find a therapist and all different resources that there are. But I was looking for how to find a therapist. I knew that I needed therapy because I knew I wasn't right. I knew that there were things that I was um, out here doing that were that were linked to things that have happened in my past. And I knew that I was not the only person that could help and correct them. But I had to reach out and get the help that I needed. Right. Um, and I don't know why the movie Enough just popped up in my head. I don't know if there's a woman listening to this that feels literally trapped or abused or something, but maybe this is for you. But in the movie Enough with with Jennifer Lopez, um, she reached out, she communicated, um, but she also did what she needed to do in whatever it was way for her to heal, for her to hold on to what she had and what she had was her daughter. 
That woman did kickboxing classes. That woman um, planned and she was meticulous about her next steps and her next moves. And she researched and resourced different avenues that maybe she wouldn't have been pushed to if she wasn't in that situation. I know I would not have been pushed to um, go into therapy at any other time of my life because <clears throat> in our community and in our area, it's not it's not um, common for people to go into therapy. It's common now for this generation, but it's not common for people of color to go into therapy. And that's where we have to break the cycle. But um, looking at your resources, reach out into your resources. And number three was that she was patient. Now, let me tell y'all. With Miss Megan, I don't know how much more patient I could have been once they told me that my son's security was being pulled. Because let's be honest, they wasn't looking at that baby like it was Harry's son, uh, literally blood of royalty. They were looking at that baby like it was Megan's son, who was of a different race and um, of a different culture and doing things differently. And it reminded them of Diana. Let's really be real, okay? Harry already been through this. That's a little bit. That's another little point I'm gonna put out there. But you know what I'm trying to say <laughs> is sometimes you have to be patient um, in getting out. And what I mean by that is how I was talking about your meticulous and your careful planning, um, making the right moves at the right time, and being patient in that. Um, there are times where God tells you to go, and there are times where God. Um, may tell you to fast like Esther there will be times where God um will lead you down a certain path but those three things that she did she communicated she literally reached reached out and resourced and she was patient and she still ended up in a situation where she was so mentally and culturally and socially um abandoned that she got to a place of suicidal thought. She got to a very, very, very dark place. So sometimes you can still do all the right things and get to a point where you feel very, very dark. Does that mean that you did something wrong? No, but that is the time where you have to keep communicating, keep resourcing and understand that your happiness and your mental wellness is so much better than anything else in this world. I remembered with my mental health crisis I was reaching out and I had people telling me well back in my day we were just happy we had a job I mean you really don't think you can fight through this is the job really that stressful yes and I'm telling you it is I'm telling you I don't feel myself I'm telling you I'm not happy I'm telling you that um that I love my kids but I I really don't want to be here like there there are just certain things and that's one thing that I do like about this new generation. I do like about the new men. I guess you could say new new. I say new men like it's a new species. But about the men that are coming up in this world because whenever Megan told him She'd already been communicating, but he knew that there was a line. She crossed the line whenever she said that she wanted suicidal thoughts. Whenever Megan told her husband how she was feeling and what she was thinking of doing to herself. I 
could tell by her story and then by him as he was as they were talking together that something clicked in his head and he said, I have to save my family. I have to make sure they're good. Right. That that is what happened. And I'm so thankful for the this new um, wave of men that are coming in because they're not looking at things like, ah, she'd be all right. Oh, man, like whatever, like you being weak or whatever. They're looking at it like I need to address what's going on right now. I need to protect my wife. I need to protect my family. I need to protect my child because my wife is not in a good place right now where she can even function in the role of being my wife and a mother. Forget all this extra palace stuff. Forget all this, this royalty stuff that's going on. I need her to be good with her. I need you to be comfortable and be happy in the skin that you're in. I need you to be able to be on a level where you are delegating and doing things and moving in a fashion that you already used to. Megan was used to doing her thing, right? And she got thrown into this world while she is controlled by other things. And he even said where he didn't even realize, but he was trapped himself. But that's that's something that clicked in his head. And I honestly and I truly believe that if his mother had not gone through the things that she had went through while being in the palace, because they said that Harry and Princess Diana were very much alike. If his mother did not go through the things that she went through in his life, I really do not think that he would have been prepared in a way to go through what and help and reach out and um, do the things that he did for his wife. Because he had already experienced that with his mom. So although, yes, rest in peace, Princess Diana, that had to happen to him. So whenever this happened to her, he knew exactly what to do. But in the time where sometimes you feel you are in the darkest place, where you feel like you can't reach out, where you feel like you cannot grab anyone or do anything, reach in. Reach in because God has embedded you with power that is literally innate in you. It can be something that's so small as sending a text message of reaching out, of looking up um, a shelter or something online for you to go to, of um, looking up therapists because now they have all different types of platform for therapy, um, of talking to um, a, a good friend of getting out the house. Sometimes it's an easy fix. Sometimes easy is I just need to get out the house and I just need to be around nature. And I ain't going to take myself a walk to decompress. But sometimes it's not that easy. There are people out there in far more heavier situations and than, than what we may know or be used to. So I hope that these points truly helped you in, in how you can feel or how you are feeling trapped for different things that you can do because there is a perfect time. There is a perfect place for everything and you will be put in that place. You are in that place for such a time to not only help yourself, but help others around you in the end. So that is my, um, that is our episode for today. I hope that you guys um, enjoyed it. Please leave us a review if you did. Um, please reach out, send us an email. It's in the show notes um, if you did, or, or if you watched the interview, I, we can chat about it. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that. 
But um, thank you guys so much again for your support and your love. And um, I hope that you guys have a great rest of the week. Talk to y'all later. Bye.